Hello there guys, gals, and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Bibliotheque of Boba Fett, the only Book of Boba Fett discussion show hosted by the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me as always is Master Assassin Claire Stribling. What's up? How's it going? Oh, it's going. You know, chugging along, getting by. Slowly, but ever Slowly surely. but surely, yeah. <laughs> Surviving. <laughs> How about you, Charlie? Well, as you know, this episode's a little bit later than usual because I have a sinus infection, which is, you know, pretty fun. Why is the illness trying to take out every every member of the Imperial Senate? Like, one by one, it's, it's taking us off. The blue shadow virus. Well, The blue shadow virus. No, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> really just annoying. It's, you know, you get the pain, the frust- like the coughing up at night, you can't sleep. I like that you were about to say the pain, the frustration, I think is what the next word you were going to say was. At least that's what it sounded like. The frustration. (laughs) Misery. The worst symptom is the frustration. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, like, at least if you sleep, you can like sort of hit your body. like, okay, I'm going to sleep. But it's like, no, you can't sleep. You're going to cough up a lung. Um, Which is really frustrating. Uh, Which is why I'm being a bit more quieter than usual. Um and yeah, that sucks. And you can't really moan about it because we're in COVID times, so it's like, yeah, it could be worse. Yeah, quit yeah. your whining, Ashby. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm British. It's my right to moan. <laughs> but yeah, episode four of the Book of Boba Fett. Pretty, pretty interesting one. Heck yeah, I'm excited. I, I really enjoyed this. The flashbacks were fun. Finally got to see uh, why these two kooky kids decided to stay together and not break up. That's pretty cool. So the sons of the toy. I love it every time he says that. We got ben, to see like perfect. <laughs> we got to see steampunk uh, or cyberpunk uh, mod squad tattoo parlor but for cybernetic enhancements with crazy space techno music. I'm like, this is weird, but I'm here for it. <laughs> it yeah, it just a, it occurred to me this episode. week that the, the pun mod, because it's the mods referencing the mod culture of the UK, but mm-hmm. also it's a pun about modifications. Yeah. Like, God damn, that's good. It is good. Like, so you, good. done it again, Star Wars. Uh, should we just dive into the episode? Let's do it. Okay, of course, like you said, the episode uh, starts off with uh, the flashback of Boba saving Fennec, which immediately confirms that we've caught up in the timeline to the Mandalorian Season 1. And I guess Mando Season 2 as well, because of the nature of those two seasons being so close together. Right. But yeah, we get get the nice little um, musical cue um, to let you know where we are. You're like, okay, this is, where, this is what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, we see him save Fennec. Take it like you just said, takes it to the very dope bar on my side, which I think this is really cool. I think this is the first time we've heard Star Wars Daft Punk. Yes. <laughs> and there's a bunch that? of Daft Punks sitting outside the parlor where they're playing Daft Punk. Which, you know, I love it. Like, if we can have uh, in the Clone Wars, we had a uh, Star Wars version of New Wave, like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, new order <laughs> music. I feel like we can have Star Wars 
Daft Punk. It just fits in for me. It totally did. And that character that was just so like, like, I know that guy. Like, I've met that guy. Like, the guy who's doing all the modifications. It's like, well, why don't you start with that? Like, oh, I know this. I know this guy. He's he's that chill tattoo parlor guy who did the one on my side. Like, I know. Like, I know him. When's your that done? I'm canon. My tattoo? No, no the modification. Oh. <laughs> you see, Fennec got her tummy. She had some tummy time, and I got a new set of ribs over here. Yeah, pretty much. You know. Not bad. Felt like it. You know. Uh, that character, again, was played by a musician. Uh Thundercat, which I thought was pretty Thundercat. Cool. It looked really awesome. Like, people look, I love it because... Like, who cares? It's like, it looks awesome. It like immediately like puts my brain to like Mumra and Snarf, which makes me happy that his name is Thundercat. He looks like he has a mane of hair. It fits. It fits for me. He is a Thundercat. He is the, the new Thundercat. There was someone that pointed out one of the people that you see first, the mods. It was something quite, I don't know what it was. It's like, this seems familiar to me. Like, this, I don't know what this reminds me of. And then I saw someone on Twitter, like, use it as a pejorative. I was like, one, jokes on you because you've put that in my head and I actually love it. And two, it was Spawn, which is that little love good. Oh, my God. Know. Hello, Harry. Yes. Oh my gosh. I've got the modifications. So... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, that's a spawn of little glasses. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Kind of creepy to see that whole thing go down there. Yeah. Um, a little creepy. Just like, I guess it's like, what, like a new stomach pump system? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, she's probably, I mean, spicy food's probably not an issue anymore. She's got a literal stomach of steel, so like, kind of weird, but also cool. Eat as much of the of the greasy nonsense and uh, and or cheese or spicy food and have a complete normal digestive system. So cool. Good this for is her. how grievances start. <laughs> this is how they start. You have I one want... fried leg, <laughs> one fried chicken, and then the next thing you know. You're working for Count Dooku. That's right. It's a slippery slope from here. Fennec's going to turn on Boba and join the, the First Order. You're going to hear it. You heard it here first. I don't actually feel like that's the case. But, you know. it's There is that. Um, There is that. Because, obviously, this episode sort of focuses on the relationship between Fennec and Boba. And the idea of, like, uh, reliability. Like, for once, coming, like, still relying on yourself. Coming together. Making a friendship and a truce. I saw some people saying that they believe that Fennec might betray Boba. I've seen that too, but I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like that's the case. I yeah. think that I can see there being some tension between them because clearly they have a different vision for how this job should be done. How this. How Boba's role should be. You know. To to maintain order, I know that there. It seems like down the line there could be some friction because. He's a little, he's a soft boy, and she's she wants to be a little, little more tough love. Um, but I don't, I don't see, I don't see it. They don't, don't do that to me. I love her. Yeah, I, I want them I to mean, be friends. If it, if it happens, I won't, I won't be like this is completely against character because it's not. But yeah. I feel like, 
I'm, I'm still expecting the big twist or like the big mafia twist of like, oh, they're getting it. It's the, it's the hut situation. I feel like the hut's yeah. the one sort of playing the chessboard a little bit. I mean, like, you guys, you fight each other out, we'll just swoop back in and yeah. take back those well, hearts. Yeah. Well, you'll kill each other and then there's a few of you to pick off at the end of it. Like, good move. Honestly, good move. Yeah, you know, it works. If it works, it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the whole sort of you know the opening sequences and seeing those two work together and like the moment where she realizes who she's talking to was pretty great. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Baba Fett's dead." He's like, "I was." I was like, "Yeah." Just the whole idea. All of their their little campfire chats were awesome, and like him being like, "I was left for dead on the sands of Tatooine," as were you, and you're like, "Yes." find common ground we have more in common than we do not have in common so come on now what's that quote when it's like this isn't um i can't remember it's like this isn't a coincidence but it's happened more than once which is yeah. weird yeah that's like, mm-hmm. like two bounty hunters who are really good trapped utterly <laughs> darling on tatooine pretty weird but can't say it happens all the time but it's weird that's right. happened more than once it really um, is <laughs> yeah, it's like I just love them sort of working out stuff and uh, seeing the way people, people, you know, Boba's changed and her realizing that, and seeing that maybe she has to change her ways a little bit, and um, mm-hmm. she doesn't know whether he's been become soft because of it or if actually it's emboldened him a little bit more, and we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, Boba wants to steal back his ship, which I thought was pretty. Cool. I want my fire spray gunship. Speaking of stealing slave one, stealing the slave, um, emancipating which, yeah. slave from Jabba's clutches. Oh goodness! Can't believe you just said that. What? It's disgusting. I, I, I think um, I think it'd be funny if uh, they reclassify Anakin from Episode One in the Lego game. And so instead of um, Anakin Skywalker slave, it just says Anakin Skywalker, what is Starship? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. I think the whole conversation is so stupid because one, they've already said slave one in the canon. So, you know, the ship's called slave one at some point. Two, it doesn't mean that it isn't called slave one still. He just refers Mm -hmm. to it as his... um, fire spray gun ship which to be fair it's a fire spray gun ship yeah it's a bit like having a car that you love and you had it for years and you call it lola but it's a cadillac and yeah. so it goes what do you what are you looking for you go oh my cadillac you don't go my lola yeah go, what the fuck you talking about <laughs> yeah you only do that if you are wrecker <laughs> with his lula <laughs> my lula <laughs> <laughs> different show, different show. Different show. Uh, same, yeah. same genes. Different show. <laughs> my mate, my baby. His fire spray gunship. <laughs> but also, out. like, you can't just be like, ah, oh, yeah, we gotta go get my ship back. I feel like that that is a that is a term that is an umbrella term that covers a lot of different things. You know, we could be yeah. like, hey, look at my little two person. Little speeder ship, like you, you. What are we, are we talking about? My giant starship, 
Like, what kind of thing are we talking here? Like, no, we're, re- we're getting a fire spray gunship. Realistic expectation of the size of the job out of Jabba's clutches. Especially if you, like, if bits of Legends are canon again, and Boba had, like, six ships called Slave. Mm-hmm. That's one of my funniest. I remember growing up and just looking at Wikipedia and be like, is that Slave 4? Like, name something else, Boba. Come on. Like, getting lazy. A little creativity. Now. Come on now. Get the juices I idea that flowing. he just names everything. Like he has a toaster called Slave Sixty Five. <laughs> My toaster. Um, but yeah, a really cool sequence going to the Jabba's palace. I like exploring it a bit more. I like the visuals inside. But the I like thing the kitchen. I, I was about to say the thing I love the most was that whole kitchen sequence because one, it's a blend of uh, stop motion puppetry. We have the little Attack of the Clones-esque droid that's doing the chopping. We like to call General uh, Chef Grievous. Somebody somebody in the uh, Star Wars Explained chat coined the term General Clevis, and I just thought that was so brilliant. And I wish I remembered who it was, but it made me laugh so hard when when that was put up on the screen. General Clevis. It's very good. Very good. Whoever you are, I hope you're pleased with yourself. (laughs) I do. That can keep you every year. Um, great <laughs> stuff. Uh, the, the sort of the torture droid from episode six. Not exactly the torture droid because that one is in Mos Eisley now, running the cantina. Um, which is funny. They had like a, a spare one. It's, it's interesting though because they do say that the droid from episode six is in Mos Eisley, mm-hmm. but this one sounds more like the original one. Yeah, cool. and if you have the subtitles on, the one who's chopping is the chef. And the mm-hmm. one that's like doing what looks like the major cooking is the sous chef. Am I wrong about that? No, but you're right. So, as someone who has worked in restaurants, you would not have your head chef cutting vegetables and doing the busy work. That would be a prep cook or your sous chef. Your chef would be the one boiling the frogs. I'm just saying, do your research, Disney, Lucasfilm. I just think it's funny that, that there's like a, there's still a, a system for droids. Hierarchy. Oh, yes. a hierarchy in the kitchen. I hope to one day make full chef droid. I am a waiter, but I want to be a writer droid. <laughs> oh, no. I'm an actor droid. Oh, God. Would you like to read my screenplay? Oh, God. <laughs> Would you like oh. to see my CV? Oh, Jeebus. Jeebus, I w- Jeebus. I was in law and order. <laughs> um, oh, really man. cool. But my favorite part was seeing the little the little bunny drawing from the Clone Wars. The, the lep. Which I think is one of the best um, design leaps from animation to live action. It so really good. fits. Especially when it's con- connected to like classic design Star Wars droids. Yeah. Really cool, really funny. The little scene where he's trying to chase him reminded me of like uh, Mouse Hunt. Yeah. With, uh, Lee Evans. Which is a... funny because it's the mouse hunt of the rat catcher. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm get that little bugger. With his, with his little net. <laughs> it's so cute. And his little expressive ears. That what, scene, what is the purpose of those damn things? Other that than scene, being though. Cute? 
where he picks him up against the wall and goes, I'm Boba Fett. And he just goes and just flicks the switch off. I've never related more to uh, that character I can relate to so badly. Like, the situation is out of control. Turn myself off. It is completely relatable. Like, damn, wish I could do that at work. Like, stressful thing. Mm -mm. Goodbye. Yeah. The other funny thing about that scene that Alex pointed out when we chatted on Star Wars Explained was that he... (laughs) He was like, he's like, I am Boba Fett. Do you know who I am? <laughs> like asking the droid if he knew who he was. And I'm he like, did. Of course he did. And it's so funny because it's like, are, do you just feel like you, you remember this conversation we had a few minutes ago? We were like, maybe it's better if people think I'm dead. And now he's like, I am Boba Fett. Do you know me? <laughs> like, we no, have changed. Got, that's the thing, though. You need, you got to have a little bit of the myth. You got to, you know, you got to sp- get a little bit out there. Yeah. And so people are like, no, he's he's dead. Is or he dead? Is he? Could he be? And then you see that moment where that's why Bibba's isn't that surprised when he comes in. He's like, oh, Boba, my droid talk. <laughs> You're alive. Um, I like that. Like putting the fear in most people. And he he doesn't kill it. And you see him later on in the modern time period, which is really cute. Which is cute. Um, Good for that little droid. He made it through. Sweetie. He probably knows Salacious. Can we not? uh, Why you? Why you gotta do this to me? Why you gotta give my hopes? That was a positive, like hopeful. Maybe he tried to catch him once. Then he was like, "You can stay." I hope they were friends. I can. I picture like Salacious, like. Also being the kind of person who would find like fun in catching rats. I don't know. There's just something about that that seems like it'd be something he'd do. Look, he's the one so who the rats. In. He lets the rats in. <laughs> this is my new head cannon. <laughs> so he can watch the around. little little leptroid try and catch him. I love just, it. And he's just laughing in the rooftop. He's cackling, watching him struggle. Little shit. Oh, you gotta love him. Little king. Um yeah, that's pretty much you got the whole sequence with obviously Slave One escaping. Really great to see that. And then something that surprised me was that we go back to the Sonic pit. Yeah. That was that and was top numero uno. I saw people as well being like, This is really stupid. Why would Boba Fett forget that? And it's like that he lost his armor. I was like, one, that was the flashbacks were told over the years. Mm-hmm. So that was like five years ago. Two he was in the stomach for a little bit, going in and out of consciousness, and then he got yeeted in the Burned face by, by Jawa. Yeah. Probably won't remember that. So something I think that I mentioned in the first reaction video that I had to the first episode was I just kept going, holy concussion, Batman. Like, there's going to be some CTE going on. He gets knocked in the skull like nine times in that episode. People mm-hmm. just keep making him pass out left and right with blunt trauma. I'm like, holy, I'm glad, like, not all your screws came loose, man. Like, Jesus. Of course he doesn't remember. He was bathed in acid and then hit in the head like 19 times. Yeah, it's Come like on. a drunk night out. He's waking up. He's like, where are my clothes gone? Yeah, That's what he's exactly. thinking. He's like, oh, they're probably in the pit that I just escaped from. So mm-hmm. that didn't seem like a weird choice for me. I thought that made sense. Yeah. What did feel like a weird choice was what he did next, which is like, well, we're going in. <laughs> I, I like, know. Which, I love the shot. I like to call it the butthole shot. 
POV butthole shot where just like just just like hang on. Can I, can I... Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. Oh my god. The butthole oh, shot. <laughs> Speaking of the butthole, when we get the other perspective of the butthole, like that shot from Slave One's point and the thing jumps out at you. My lord, was I startled. I am still startled. Like, I re- when I, every time I rewatch it, I'm always like, mm, I know it's coming, so I'm not going to look. Otherwise, I'm still going to jump. It's like, oh, my it, God. Good job. It was funny seeing people be like, oh, my God, finally, they've retconned for the special editions. I was like, Because the beak wasn't there. Like, straightforward, like, at the start. Like, there's no beak. It's a different. And we were joking about this last night on... um. Uh, on the show last night and it was just so funny like i think uh, jerry our good friend jerry was talking about how he he couldn't find the beach and he, he was thinking oh they've retconned like maybe they've retconned it and i was like it's okay it t- sometimes it takes people it, t- sometimes <laughs> it, it takes dudes a little while to find the beak but you just keep going and they you'll find you it. it it's yeah if, if you want to find the beak it, i'll tell you gentlemen it takes perseverance and and communication okay this is a team effort we're gonna find that beak together my friends okay you gotta work for it you know you gotta (laughs) you gotta gotta look go down like boba you gotta reach in and it'll jump at you yep that's canon that's canon in the real world and the star wars world i'm just i did not expect beak talk on this episode but here we are here we are. <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> afterwards, the guy just comes up and he's like, <laughs> with the acid, and he goes, What a bottle! <laughs> what? Oh, God. Uh, it's not oh. here. Um, it's not here. A sentence that many men have uttered in the past. <laughs> promise you it's here it's just you're not conversation yeah perseverance if you don't unleash the seismic blasts you're never gonna get there (laughs) i'm glad we got that though r.i.p sarlacc yeah thank fuck for that yeah that thing's a menace it's like i want to eat you again baby yeah Mm, Uh, no I just think it's beautiful that Boba Fett basically went down that thing three times. Yeah. It went down after he killed it, too. Also, can we just, like, talk about the wonder that is the quote, don't touch my buttons. Which annoys me. Why? Why does it annoy me? Because it's really funny. And people don't understand. The people don't understand it. I say people, Americans don't understand it. That's what really annoys me. Tem's performance, one of the reasons why I love Tem's performance is that he is being himself and there's a lot of Commonwealth humour. So if you're from UK, New Zealand, Australia, a lot of that humour is pretty obvious because that's what we do all the time, like sarcasm. Mm -hmm. He was being sarcastic. Yeah. The intention is, oh, we nearly died. Thank you for saving us. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm going to be obviously me and be like, don't touch my buttons. That's the joke. Yeah. I saw people be like, I don't know if that was the intention. I think like he just was a bit angry. And I'm like, he lived, bitch. Like, 
Like, why would he be angry? Why would he like, be angry? It's like you don't understand. The, you don't understand the show. Anyway, there's a lot of that in the show, which I just love. I saw people like this doesn't this doesn't feel like what Bubba was saying. I'm like, well, yes, it is because it's New Zealand. Like, it's, it's that it's the it's the mates. Like when he goes up to Black Chris Allen, it's like, hey mate, <laughs> on a job. Like, That's what you'd say. Take it from two people who have watched fake scoops go up on Twitter in the last, you know, couple weeks. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, so the internet and Star Wars fans, many of them don't get sarcasm. <laughs> oh, they really oh, don't. Yeah. And you see it over and over again. You really do. They just. Are I'm you sorry, referring to two tweets Americans, that I may have done? I'm, I am. I am. Mr. Star Wars Leaks exclusive Charlie Ashby. Man, um, how do you get all your hot takes, man? So funny. I know, from Mr. Dengar. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you read your... that and take it seriously. Like, and what's the other on. one? Ahmed. What was it? Ahmed this up. Ahmed this up. That's what it was. Mr. Was Ahmed so this good. up. I'm like, please, I, I beg you, read the tweet. Please. I meant this up is, is one of my top names. I think I, I meant this up is a great, great fake scoop name. Oh. Great. If it isn't on stars.com, it's not confirmed. If it's reported <clears throat> by a major trade, it's very likely. Mm-hmm. But just be careful, you know. Like we've got the Mary Elizabeth Winstead stuff, which I'm assuming is pretty much good because that's a you know, Hollywood reporter. I trust the Hollywood reporter. Um and also, I just, I just want to see Mary Liff with Liff Winstead in Star Wars. Selfishly, like, give it to me now. I'm telling you this. That sequence in Scott Pilgrim, where the camera's like that, and then it just goes down, and she's looking at him like that. That lives rent-free in my head. <laughs> Forever. That, that awoke in something. That's like, good, good damn. I want to come to you now. Yeah, she's perfect. She's <sighs> she's She is a perfect, perfect person. I really like, hope, I know oh. we're talking about something else, but I really hope there's a sequence where Ahsoka is with her. And then Ghost Obi-Wan appears and goes, Oh, hello, hello there. <laughs> What's your name, baby? Oh my god. Oh, They've got to do like something like that, Mark. They That would be so funny, except it would be really awkward if they break up. Oh, awkward. awkward. It kind of makes me want it want more, though. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, it's one of those things. But yeah, really cool sequence with the slave one, and then Fennec basically agreeing to be with Boba. Then we get caught up with the quick um, overdub of the last sequence from the Book of Boba Fett. I'm oh, sorry, the Mandalorian season two, and we have that really cool scene where it's like, "Congratulations, Boba Fett, you are healed." And Fennec's like. <laughs> Not on the inside, baby. You're damaged forever. <laughs> I was like, ooh, we're talking to the audience there. I know. Like, there's a, there were so many quotes in this or, like, moments in this episode that were so real-world relatable. The droid turning himself off. And then that one, like, the inside scars. I'm like, oh. It's funny because like, ha, 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 ha. Like, <laughs> why, why, why you got to hit me where it hurts, guys? Yeah, it's, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> Oh, gracious me. Uh, I wish there was a back to the healed pain. Facts. Need a, need a lot more back to... Oh. Yay. Star Wars. But the bright side 
of that scene is Charlie still crying. (laughs) (laughs) The bright side is that I get to see my darling near and dear, like love of the first episode of the book, book of Boba Fett again. And that is robe droid. Robe droid. Oh yeah. I was so happy to see him roll up and he had a line. Oh my God. My sweet baby. He's moving up in the world. I love the fact that he just sits there holding a robe while Boba Fett takes a bath and that's his job. And then he rolls yeah. up and says, robe. He <laughs> Amazing. Gets to, he gets paid to sing Thames Booty. I mean, I do that shit for free. Come on. He's living the he's living the good life, that robe droid. He gets to lube him up. <laughs> he gets to lube him up. And wipe him down, baby. Yikes. Come on, make me slippy. <laughs> There's something about him imagining Tem say the phrase, make it slippy. Jesus. I think, he, I think they should get rid of the, the, the droid that puts the armor on and mm. make it into like a slip and slide. Like Wallace and Gromit. It's like he slides on the floor and like every bit of armor gets on. Oh my God. And at the end, he like hits the wall and the helmet goes on. Perfect. And then he falls down and has like some toast to read some newspaper. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Can you tell that I'm excited about the new Wallace and Gromit news this week? I can tell. It's been a long time since I've seen any Wallace and Gromit, so I got to brush up on my on my W and G. Was 2011, I think. That was the last one they did, and then the voice actor passed away, and then they got a a new one um, for Wallace. He's pretty good, actually. Um, So I'm excited for that. Why we talking about fucking Wallace and Gromit? Um, (laughs) But yeah, stuff into the. The modern scene it is the mafia meetings and you know the oh my god we see all those characters first of all that really great sequence with the mafia uh, dons was fantastic but it can was we talk about the big the big thing which was that beautiful scene in the cantina with black person Oh my gracious me. Garza Thwip. Is it Thwip or Thwip? Thwip. Whatever it is. Garza, whatever the hell your last name is. I love you. I just need you to know that. Like, there is something about that angelic Twilic that I think has awakened something in all of our souls. And that's not an exaggeration. That's not me. Is that, is that a phrase for something else? <laughs> she has wakened things upstairs in the middle and downstairs for many of us. Okay. Tell you what, our good friend, our good friend Nikki. I think this episode would have killed him. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Oh, he's probably just still in a coma somewhere, dying over. Garza in this episode. My gracious goodness. Golly gosh. Goodness. If Madame Garza wants to give our good friend Nikki her phone number, please do. Uh, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll shout out with him because he deserves this, quite frankly. Exactly. Um, he does. But yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. I've never really understood the big, like, Twilight like, love. Yeah, me either. Like, I thought, yeah. Now I do. Yeah, now. Yeah. And like, I was so happy for myself and for for knowing how 
crazy, crazy satisfied Nikki would have been at just simply her touching his arm and calling him Santo. Santo. My goodness. Um, but also I was instantly laughing, instantly laughing for my dear friend and bro host, Dan Miller, oh, who hates Trandoshan so much. Disgusting. <laughs> Uh, just a disgusting take, quite frankly. Very, very unjustified. No, but yeah. It was only two people they like, got, they why, got why did they Wookies? do that? I'm like, because they hunt them? Because <laughs> they hunt Wookiees, man. But Dan was so excited. So <laughs> excited. I knew instantly that it, it was like, he already loves Black Kersantan. And that would just... I was so happy for him in that moment. I'm like, I'm so glad. And... The second time we've officially gotten to see a droid rip someone's arm out of their socket, which is, you know, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good run, finally. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Because, oh yeah, I forgot about that. It was really Mm -hmm. cool just because I think what I love about that is, one, I wasn't expecting them actually to do it. I know. She was so close. She was so close. Well, you were close. Um... One visual you actually get to see most of it get ripped off, and two the sound effects of the crunch. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh. Oh, that was pure New Hope. That was like that was Ponda Baba hand on the floor. Yeah. I was like, I love with that. the I red love paint looking material coming off. <laughs> and okay, you pay though. <laughs> I know he had the option to get out of his bar tab, and he paid up. Yeah, good. That's for him. class. That's Can I just say the animatronics or like the, the, the makeup design for that yeah. Trindotion where he's oh like scared god. and he's like in the eyes. Oh my god. Like, Wild. At that moment, he knew he fucked up. <laughs> like, oh, poor. Although I did like the scene where like the I think they released like an image of like promo images, and one of them was the was Black Crescent holding him up. And I put on my Instagram story just uh Love lifts us up where we belong. <laughs> It's really romantic. I thought, you know what? That could be a good Aww. comedy. I think it could be a good comedy film. Like Romeo and Juliet, but instead of the two families, it's a Trendotion and a Wookiee. Oh, God. Make it happen, Star Wars. Make it happen. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved the. Come on, mate. I'm going to hire you for my squad. Which I do. I love the idea of him having this squad. Like the crazy squad is Boba, uh, Fennec, Black Crescent, and. A rancor, Denny Treo, and a group of teenagers. <laughs> and a group of rainbow teenagers. Rainbow robo teens. It's, it's just like a dream I, team. I, I want like a wacky racist announcer. It's like Boba Fett, Fennec Shand, uh, Black Crescenton. <laughs> like, and a group of teenagers. And guest starring Din Djarin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or like SNL. Oh my god. The SNL Bobby intro? Yeah. <laughs> musical <laughs> host, <laughs> Din Djarin. No, musical host, Max, Max Rebo. <laughs> and she said Max. Play it, Max. Hit it, Max. Hit it, Max. Oh. Play it again, Max. Oh. I like it. Makes no, me that's, happy. That's, that's not the right quote, is it? It's technically play it again, Sam. It's not play it again, though, is it? I think that's a. I think that's like the. the it's what's it called like the the Bernstein Bears effect. 
know. Yeah, but the fact when people think, oh, this is what it had, like, Luke, I'm your father. Oh, That's yeah, me. yeah, yeah. No. Uh, but where's the actual one? I think it's just play it, Sam. Anyway. Casablanca is a good film. Check it's it out. One. Classic. Oh, yeah. But I just, I just love the idea of, you know, oh, poor Max Rebo. Yeah. Look at him go. He's been busting his ass for decades. And... His feet. Yeah. And have you seen that ass? Have you seen the, like, what Max Rebo's butt? His diaper? Have you not seen his booty before? <laughs> He's got a hell of a booty, Claire. <laughs> you, you host the show for a bit. I need to find his butt. Okay. Um, wow. I'm like mesmerized by the idea of Max Rebo booty right now. Um, but yeah, I loved that whole scene. Um, I thought that the scene with the, uh, the mafia leaders around the Rancor pit table was oh my god <laughs> I had to, to grab a hold on to in the back there we go it was a little butt crack ah. <laughs> oh you know what's funny so you, know, like, you know like you said there's artistic um like you know, like on Instagram, when people do like sort of nudie shots, like mm-hmm. they're covering the bits up, like, but they're like being like, show you how sexy they are. This is what I would look like if I did it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, yeah. Max. If you haven't seen Max Rebo's booty, um, go to the all YouTube channel to see that <laughs> beautiful stuff. But yeah, I really like the way that they're setting up this whole sort of you know getting the band together, setting up a good response mm-hmm. against the Pikes. We have that big meeting where both has like, look, I'll be honest right. with you. Where nothing got like... done. <laughs> hmm? Where nothing got done because he was not assertive at all. Well, like, he, to uh, be fair, like, look, look, look. Just don't bloody get in my way. Okay. I'm fine just, with yeah, just don't That help dude them. is absolutely going to help them. Bro. Is he going to have what? That Clatoonian is absolutely going to help them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's already decided. Yeah, he's going to follow the the spice money for sure. Yeah. Bastard. Nebbish. But, yeah. But also, shout out. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That little bit of the rancor is just the best. Exactly where I was going. Sit down. Oh, before we dive into that last bit, I forgot we skipped over a really important sequence. What was that? The little Bamfer baby. <laughs> Quick, go away. Make Bamfer babies. That is a toy line. That is an absolute... Beanie babies, Bamfer babies. When... When he told his sweet lady Rancor to go make Bamfer babies... His Rancor? His rancor. Now I'm doing what you did the other week. When he told his Bantha to go make Bantha babies. Reader? I died. I died. I I just... I I can't. I can't. I am so happy. (laughs) 
I just, it's so cute. And he's so sensitive to animals. Boba Fett is the animal stand of, of the galaxy. And I just. I bet I can make you cry. Oh, Are you ready? All right. The end of the season. Boba Fett wins the war. Okay. Everyone's happy. Boba Fett is observing his, his kingdom. The twin suns in the top. He looks to the left at the Rise of Skywalker. You see one singular panther looking at him. And he's like looking back like... And then it moves. He goes... And then behind him is a little baby panther. (laughs) It would be so cute. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Uh. I want it. I want it so bad. Uh. Could you imagine if... If the, we do see more of, like, obviously, like the big build up of like this big arc of the Mandalorian stuff, what if Boba in, does use the rank? Obviously, he's probably going to use it in the finale, but what if he uses it for like the Mandalorian stuff? What if he gives mm. it some Beskar armor? That would be so badass. I, I'll tell you what, no gate is going to kill you with that one. True. No, no like, bone crushing, squishing. With, ban- with that Beskar on, my goodness. Absolutely. I'm excited to see that. But yeah, um, let's wrap up with this. Obviously, the uh, that music denotes a certain return. It was, one, it was cool to see the episode start off with the bit of the music of the Mandalorian. But yeah. it just, I think it just proves how amazing Lupin Goranson's uh, soundtrack is that we've only had this what, soundtrack for about three years-ish three, four years, mm-hmm. and it's already like, Williams level-esque, like, gives you the chills, like, mm-hmm. which is the ultimate compliment, I feel like, when you have that little bit of, just that little bit of music. Like, that instant emotional reaction to a set of tones. We got it. I got it. I can't I got, I was wait to so see excited. what we get, because I think everything we've seen in the trailer is gone now, right? Yeah. As of this episode, yeah, that's, we're we're done. We're in uncharted waters here, baby. Let's go. And we've got what two episodes? Or is it three? There's seven total. So, so three episodes. Left. Three more. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 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 Uh, <laughs> definitely interesting. <laughs> Let me see you, Dave. Just that was kidding. the funniest I sent yesterday to our friends uh, this meme, and I just photoshopped Dave Filoni with like the laser eyes. And I put interesting intensive eyes. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I'm really excited to see what we happens with it because we don't know what Din's going to be like. Because he's, you know, where is his headspace? Is he with yeah. Bo-Katan? Is he by himself? Um, is he just sitting in? You know, is he just sitting in? Well, I guess. Not the Razor Crest, because R.I.P. Razor Crest. Is he just sitting in whatever ship he's found, eating ice cream in the corner in bed, crying, and listening no to on. Sarah McLaughlin? Like, you know, because Grogu's now in the arms of an angel or whatever, <laughs> named Luke Skywalker. I don't, you know, he might be a broken man. He what oh, Din needs right oh, now, what Din definitely know. needs. <laughs> Is is a tribe, and Boba's got one here. Like he's his brother from another... my cool kids gang. 
brother from another uh what's it called? Clan. No, uh why have I forgotten terms? I'm, I've been doing pretty bad memory wise. Uh, when they find the kids, what's it called? Foundling. Foundling. Brother from another foundling. You know what I mean? Because his dad yeah. was a foundling. Um, very excited to see them. Where he's like, there's a rumor about what the ship is that Din has now, and it makes me very excited if that's true. Um, mm. I'm, I'm, like, like if it's true, I'll be. I'll, I'll write below a few things up. Oh my I'm god! Say what? Because I oh. don't want to lose this money on YouTube. Um, ridiculous. Yeah, really excited to see what he does. Um, speaking of Dan, hey, hey, buddy. I had a really depressing thought the other day. I was like, I'm not going to tweet this out because I'm going to get angry tweets at me. Just like, how delusional do you think Din is now? Like, with the loss of Grogu. Do you think he's like, you know, the little ball from the ship? Do you think he's mm. painted it green and put like a little smiley face and then little ears? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> what do you think, Grogu? Okay. We'll eat some frog eggs. It's <laughs> 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 just in the corner of his ship. That talking to a stick. Yeah, I'm worried about him. I hope he's okay. <laughs> I really am. He cannot possibly be in a good place right now. He's like, oh my god, it's stupid <laughs> thing that makes me the leader of this entire race of people. <laughs> I don't want it. I want my baby back. Oh, Bless his soul. But yeah, I'm really excited to see what he does and how he gets involved. If, yeah, does he like? Too. Is he judgy of what Boba's doing, or is he like falling back into that sort of thing because of the hole that's now left behind? It's good to know. Good, good things to ponder. I'm excited to to see him. Hopefully, and hopefully some other other friendos. That was the other thing. Like, do you think who do you, do you think it would just be Din? I'm in the impression that it's just going to be Din because I don't think um, him and Bogatan are on like the best of terms. Quite frankly, no, I don't think they are either. I would like it to be more than Din. Um, I could see Cobb Vance showing up. Um, That's a good call. Being a part of the, the tribe for Boba Fett, you know, um, also to give Mos Pelgo some protection since he no longer has the armor. Mm. Um, but I don't know if he's going to be against teaming up with the head of a, of a family, you know, like a crime family to protect but his yeah, people. But the, he's less uh, Corleone and more... Yeah. Adam's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam's family. <laughs> I love how I just ran with that for half a second without thinking, without like digesting that. But yes, very you Adam's yeah. family. Yeah, they are like that. My goodness. You know? But yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do with that. Um, Me too. I, I really liked this episode. I thought it was really cool. Uh, again, my baby's back. Stave one. So always good to have that. And yeah, I'm really excited about three episodes worth. We don't know how long they're going to be. We don't know who's directing some of the episodes. And we just don't know anything. What and a beautiful thing. Just we get to sit to back and enjoy Din. the ride. It doesn't really hit. Cause, you, know, you know, like in your head, it's still like, oh yeah, Mandalorian season three is not for a while back. Mm-hmm. But like, no, this, this man's back. He's in coming. Four days. I'm not ready. <laughs> 
it's the same thing with like all of those cameo characters that we knew, you know, that had been like leaked eons ago and we are sitting here for like, oh yeah, supposedly they cast, you know, this and they supposedly like Bo-Katan's going to be in it. Supposedly Ahsoka's going to be in it. Supposedly blah, blah, blah. But even knowing in my brain that it was probably like almost probably definitely going to happen watching it was like, nope. You just and can't prepare. Then, like yeah. Luke coming in and then being like, haha, we gave you all that stuff to trick you because we had Luke on the on the go. <laughs> you exactly. were focused on the Soka. Take Sight. that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Luke baby. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm really, I'm just really glad to see all that stuff. And I just don't know what to expect. And that's the best thing about Star Wars. I feel like I just don't know what to expect. I know a lot of people don't like the show or like not happy with the way the show's gone. Yeah. And I think that you are, I, I don't know. It just, it just annoys me. People are like, this doesn't really seem in character of Boba Fett. He's never been like this. Like, why has he changed his mind? I still feel like he's been like this for the while. Like, like, he's been like this. He's been recontextualized as this for a while. Yeah. I saw someone the other day saying that. It was very out of character to make Boba Fett pro union. I'm like, if you see the Boba Fett that you want to see, don't you? <laughs> here's the thing. Like... Here's the here's the thing about this. Okay, Claire. Boba Fett's been pro union since a film called The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> he's Do you know working why? within a union of bounty hunters. Well, because you have to remember his goal in that film. He's there's one bounty out. The bounty. Dead or alive, alive, higher rate, dead, lower rate. So he goes for that bounty. He knows Jabba wants, obviously, Han. So there's an extra bounty. There's two bounties. Darth Vader wants Han Solo, so he can find Luke Skywalker. And uh, Jabba wants that. So he wants the payment. He goes off. He gets the job done. Finds him in Cloud City. You think, cool, job done, right? Darth Vader comes in, like every typical boss around the world and it's like nice work there champ just do you mind if i tweak a few things and Boba Fett's thinking oh god okay what Han Solo uh I, to be honest I need him to like I, I need him to sort of trick my son to come back and Boba Fett's like okay yeah yeah okay what if we put him in carbonite and Boba Fett's like okay untested carbonite it's usually for like food materials and gas okay it could kill him well to be honest i don't really want that yeah it could kill him but i want to test my because i want to test it for my son like i want to i want to i want to capture my son he's like okay look i respect your effort okay yes but i i need to get paid and that's why vader says you'll be well compensated if he dies mm-hmm. and that's why Vader's like okay look i got it i've got it in writing Okay, I've got it in writing that you're going to pay me because this is time that he spent having to chase him, go for a junk field. Time he had to go through all that stuff. Boba Fett is, is, is nothing but, you know, down with the union rules. He's like, I want to get paid no matter what because you've, you've wasted my time, you've wasted my energy, and I want this payload. I don't want to get like that cheap rate. I don't want to get that cheap dead Harrison Ford rate. I want that sweet live Harrison Ford rate. So he's been like this for a while. I think. Us too, man. Us too. We wanted he's, that as well. He's like, you know, you can say, oh, he's a villain, but he's just doing his job. 
You know? Pretty much. Just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe. There you go. Also, uh, I know this is off topic, but people on Twitter have really annoyed me recently, um, per usual, because I'm really, I'm really, I want to put this out there because I put a tweet about this. To all those people mocking Attack of the Clones, here's a quick tip again. If you're going to make a point that mocks a film, watch the fucking film properly first because you are all wrong. I'm sick and tired of all these people disparaging the good work of our good friends Django Fett and Zamwazel. They did their job perfectly. All these people are saying, oh yeah, Zam, I can't believe she just broke the window as if that was a thing and then put the centipedes in. She doesn't break the window. The droid makes it translucent so that they can go through and then afterwards it closes up perfectly. I'm telling you this, people are like, that plan's stupid. There's too many elements to the plan. One, Django Fett doesn't want to trace back to him. You know, there's a reason for that because it leads to the clan army. <laughs> it's a big, mm-hmm. bit, bit, bit of a big deal with this uh, story. Um, yeah. Two, it's a mystery story. Idiots. Of course, it's a mystery. <laughs> Three, the plan is pretty much perfect. The plan mm-hmm. nearly works. The only reason why the plan doesn't work is nothing that Zam does. It's the fact that Pave happens to be friends with two Jedi. Who are in yeah, the who room. were sitting in the other room. <laughs> and you, you know me, Claire. You know who R2-D2, I love him with all my heart. He's one of my favorite characters. The boy was sleeping on the job. He was sleeping on the job. He woke up, he's like, oh, no, no, nothing here. Those, those little centipedes nearly killed Padme. They would have gone away with it. So I don't want to hear any more disparaging remarks against the, <laughs> the hard work that Zan was out put into trying to assassinate Padme Amidala. Because it's not, I'm not having that. We're not, we're not it's, here for this. Disrespectful. Respect your Damn erasure. Respect your claw dies. <laughs> oh dear. You know? I made a really stupid pun on the other day. I can't remember what I put, but it was good. <laughs> Check out my Twitter feed. Uh, no. Check it out on Twitter. <sighs> you know what this time calls for, though, don't you? I do. I do. Overall thoughts and scores. And of course, on the Imperial Set podcast, we don't do some things simply. We don't rate things out of 10. That's stupid. Ridiculous. Of course, we rate things out of 10. Uh, Claire, what's your aim? So, I'm going to give this episode a 7 out of 10. Um, I really like this episode. It's probably my second favorite episode of the season. There were some things that were a little that felt a little clunky for me as far as like pacing. that felt my clunky um, in the pacing department. And just like some of it was just kind of funky to me. But other than that, I really enjoyed the episode. I've been waiting for that. Why did they decide to stick together story? I've been waiting for so many, so, so many things in this episode to have happened. So and I was pleased i was very pleased by what it brought to the table um our droid friends um you know and and the the unbelievable musical tease at the end that i have been thinking about all week so seven out of ten for me interesting i'm gonna give this a nine out of ten i really like this episode um i think for me 
sort of summarizing the, the flashbacks was a great moment. Tying into the Mandalorian was really cool. But that entire chase sequence and like the planning of the Sting Slave one was a really fun sequence. And yeah. I thought it was really just great to see them like, you know, get them have a bit of fun. Uh you know, be serious. The scene of the Sarlacc pit was really cool. I like, sort of, you know, and we didn't really talk about it, but I've never been so happy to see a bunch of people get murdered before. As the Nikto Sandriders? That was such a beautiful <laughs> scene. I was like, do you know what? Please. I was like, yes, Baba, just shoot them all. Just, and it was just so, like, friends. so quick and, like, unceremonious. Like, he didn't even have, like, any expression on his face, in my opinion. He just was just like, well, that's done. Crossed off my yeah. grocery list. Well, he did, he did the missile from a Taylor cleanse as well, which we haven't yeah. seen for a little while as well. I was like, <laughs> Come on. Um, I loved it. It was really fun. Um, and you know me. I love Slave One. So yes, I'm really happy that this, you know, this bad boy's back. Bad boy's back. Got my, my classic Boba Fett. And I brought my little on solo. There we go. Put him in the cargo hold, baby. Hey. So yeah, nine out of ten for me. There's not really much I can complain about this episode, honestly. Um, I thought it was really fun. Hope it sets up the um the future of the the season. Uh, I know people are saying, well, we haven't really understood what the threat is this season. I'm like, well, you don't really need. You don't every not everything needs a constant like this is the biggest bad and all like it's like it's a mafia story where the focus is character development and right. the focus of Boba Fett so for me it gets all those ticks it nails it all over the board for me and we've got three episodes to focus on that sort of dynamic and that storyline and I'm really interested to see what they do I really like the timeline I really like the, what they're doing with this show um, I really like seeing Tatooine I kind of hope that we see more of Tatooine and everything else because it makes people angry um, and that fuels me as a person, um, <laughs> as a bitter, uh, you know, a bitter person. Sweet, sweet spite, baby. Sweet, sweet spite. Spite fuels us, Clay, you know that. It does. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that is all we have for this week. So we have to go into our favorite moment as we like to know. It's time for our favourite part of the episode, plugging in the Polynesian Spa. Claire, where can yes. people find you? So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at cstrubes right there. Oh yeah, and right there. Um, you can find me on Broaxium every Sunday night. I'm shooting the poodoo with the crew over at Broaxium hanging out, having a drink, chilling, enjoying life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and discussing all things in geekdom. And cool, cool. Yeah. shooting some people outside the school. Oh yeah, pretty much. Because we are a couple of guys who are up to no good, though. But that's the that's, <laughs> that's where it gets to be a little gray area in the lyrics of the song. So yes, don't you keep starting trouble in the neighborhood? We do. Um. <laughs> so I hope they don't move the rest of us to Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, anyway. you hope they, they you hope they send you to YouTube where you can find a Braxton's YouTube channel, right? Yeah, that one. And follow Braxium on Twitter and Instagram at Braxium, believe it or not. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> those are some those are some fun, fun people. You should follow them. They're yeah. great. I love them uh, so much. We'll have to have them on at some point as well on here. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. They're to they're shoot, too much fun. To shoot the shot. Shoot the poodoo. Shoot the poodoo. Shoot the poodoo. So good. 
But yeah, uh, you can also follow our good friend Nikki, uh, the other co-host of the show, who isn't with us at the minute, but he will be back at some point before we wrap up the show to talk about all the other episodes that we've missed so far with him. Uh, and you can also find another show, One and Done Film Club, with our good friend Alden Diaz uh, and our good friend Reed Devaney, where they talk through different movies. They pick one film from each saga and they debate which one they're going to do. And then they pick that film and watch it. It's pretty fun. For example, yeah. if they had the prequel trilogy, they have to debate which film they want to pick, episode one, two, or three. They discuss that for a little while, and then once they pick it, they watch it and give you some fun commentary. It's a really good watch. And if you'd like to follow me, of course, which who wouldn't, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at CMWASHPY and on Instagram at CharlieMWAshby. You can support me on Patreon slash Kofi, the links are which are available on my Twitter bio from my link tree URL. Check out there it is look in the writing at the bottom isn't that weird isn't that fun look at that would you look at it could you can you believe it uh yeah so we've got time for this week uh claire we've got anything else up coming this week you know you've got re- reactions every react oh good lord yeah reactions coming out every week for the book of boba fett so get ready for my chapter five reaction sometime coming up yeah yeah and, and one day the Twitch will live, but for the moment it is dead. I will say, um, you bet your buns when that Lego Skywalker uh, video game comes out in March that I will be Twitch streaming it on the Imperial Senate podcast Twitch. Uh, yeah. Oh, we you bet your buns. That, we? we need to talk about it at some point. Yeah, we will. Well, we're going to discuss one oh. of these days. Nothing. I was like, I was excited. Anyway, but that little post credit tease of what I've wanted it for ages of the mumbling just made me so happy. So good. I really hope the X-Eyes are back as well when people die. <laughs> I remember when Qui-Gon dies in the first game and he goes Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so good. But yeah that's all we got time for this week. We'll be back next time with a few special guests for the last few episodes. Ooh. So do tune in for those and we'll be back soon. And we'll try and do a game night. We'll do a game night soon, I think. <clears throat> Definitely soon. One of these one of these days. We'll get on it. One of these days. We'll do some some stuff. <laughs> Until next time. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.